Hello, this is Stephen Dominguez, the S in the BS Podcast Network. Please enjoy this fine, fine podcast. Hi, this is Pleakley from Lilo and Stitch. And when I say Pleakley, I mean it's really pathetic 59-year-old Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall, stupid head. And you're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Woohoo! Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of The Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! The Magic Our Way Podcast! They are truly magical and whatnot! Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff. And this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us for this episode. We are discussing some dizzy news related to the Jungle Cruise refurbishment and movies pulled from kids' profiles on Disney+. Plus. My name is Kevin. And I'm the guy who put a group of ethnically diverse people on that Jungle Cruise poll before it was cool. <laughs> and my name is Danny. Yes, right. And on the show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. All kind of stuff happening today. Can't wait to cover it. It's going to be awesome. Very awesome. Mucho awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us on this Mucho awesome show is our resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee LaSavica. How you doing, Lee? Oh, good, man. Uh, I mean, I guess talking about Jungle Cruise is going to have to be a substitute for talking about Disney Cruises. But, uh, you know, it's uh, kind of where we're at right now. So looking forward to this one. Well done, man. I like that. How, how, how you tossed in the, D- the Disney Cruise thing in there. He's hurting. <laughs> yes, like get on one sometime in the future. You would. They still have my money in limbo. Oh wow! They should refurbish that back to you. <laughs> yeah, well they will. But then I give up my extra twenty five percent credit. That's like what two dollars and fifty cent? No, <laughs> two fifty? No, oh, two fifty back? No, substantially more. <laughs> Trust me, I would have asked it back by now. Well, guess what, guys? What? We have just expanded our places in which you can people can find the podcast. How about that? Awesome. We are now on Amazon Music and the Audible apps. So you can find us on there. And for our friends over in India, we're on the Ghana app. Or wow. Ghana app. I don't know how you pronounce that. I'm sorry. It's G-A-A-N-A. Apparently, that's like the biggest podcasting platform over in the country of India. What? So wow. Yeah, we'll be getting some. Yeah, so we, that, that all just started today. So now all of our shows have been pushed to those areas. Ghana represent. Is there anything we could do to appeal to the people of Ghana? I don't know. Um, anything differently? I'm, uh, the first thing that came to mind is just Indiana Jones stuff. I don't know. Oh, Chubb Monkey uh, Brains? I don't think that. No, no, no. yes. You uh, play the sitar? Sitar? on Solarum? That probably doesn't that work. No. We'll do no. That. I know Austin's loving it somewhere because that's his favorite Indiana Jones show. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But welcome. Yeah, yeah, hey. I say welcome. Glad Happy you to have here. you. Yeah. You know? Welcome, guys. So if you all frequent uh, the, any of those apps, especially stateside, Amazon Music or Audible, I double-checked. We are there. It's, it's kind of awesome. Uh, you search for Magic Railway, and there it is. Boom. Uh, you, we pop up. So that's very, very exciting. And also, as I mentioned at the top of today's show, we are talking about two particular news items. Number one, uh, the Jungle Cruise is, is was announced on Monday by the Disney Company that they're getting a refurbishment, and we're going to talk about all those little details that are... Uh, happening with it and number two 
Uh, we're also talking about some Disney movies that were or animated movies. Well, I guess not animated and live action movies that were pulled from kids' profiles only on Disney Plus. So we're going to explore those two little news happenings that happened this past week. So enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some Disney news magic. the queue and this is the segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of disney today to start off on monday january 25th 2021 disney parks blog announced that they and i quote are building the story of the jungle cruise at both disneyland park and at disneyland resort and magic kingdom park at walt disney world resort to include new adventures that stay true to the experience we know and love more humor wildlife skipper heart and also reflect and value the diversity of the world around us close quotes uh, this new story is set to have more of the skippers in the story, both as a live experience and witty guides, and also as a show figure within the attraction itself. Plus, we were told to be on the lookout for two boats that haven't been seen in a long time, the Mekong Maiden and the Quango Kate. If you're curious as to what happened to them, you just might go ape when you find out on this new Jungle Cruise adventure, otherwise known as the Boat Story, as one of the Jungle Cruise skippers stated at the end of the video that accompanied the Disney Parks blog article. And uh, in a deep 23 interview disney imagineering creative portfolio executive chris Beatty says this we want to make sure everybody has the best time that guests from all over the world can connect with the stories we share and that how we bring those to life are respectful of diverse world of the diverse world we live in and when they get off the attraction they know that we have done our homework because these are the details that matter when you look at the jungle cruise as it is today they're just a couple of scenes that don't do that and needed a refresh. But I wanted to make sure people know we are not changing the whole Jungle Cruise. This is a re-envisioning of the entire attraction. It's the Jungle Cruise, you know, in love, with the skippers still leading the way, and at the same time we're addressing the negative depictions of quote-unquote natives, he says. So that's one of the scenes we're going to go in and change. So that's with his quote from D23 interview. And as expected, the Disney fan blogosphere and general news outlets went whole hog on this one. I tried to work the Jungle Cruise animal thing into my... But anyway, I thought you were working your hog. I'm I was sorry. Work, that, that too, yeah. <laughs> okay. You uh, pet that hog. I do. Wink. Anyway, um, Ziggy, Ziggy Knows Disney.com states in their article... Ziggy Knows Disney? <laughs> yes. I, I had to use that one because that just made me laugh. Oh, God. I never heard this guy, but you know, Ziggy Knows Disney.com. He I like Ziggy article, yeah. already, man. <laughs> you know, reach out to Ziggy. We need to have Ziggy on the show. He's a good comic strip. I don't even know him, but I just feel that he does know Disney. <laughs> I could have quoted anybody else, but I went with Ziggy just because it's Ziggy. That's a good name. But anyway, he says in his article about this, he says, quote, in the concept art, you can see a similar scene to what is already in the attraction. Only now the expedition crew is now more racially diverse. And he's referencing one of the uh, artwork things that uh, uh, we'll talk about in a little bit. Inside the Magic reports in their article, the Jungle Cruise attraction appears to be going in a less humorous direction than guests might be used to, which is a very interesting quote from them. How do they know that? I have no idea. I was going to say, less humorous at all. Right. <laughs> it's the same humor, just different color. Well, I mean, I, I can see having your own individual concerns. I can understand that, I suppose. But to announce it as though they're actually dumbing down the humor, that we've not gotten to that. Right, exactly. And I, th I, I 
thought to include that quote in here because I thought that was unique because they're the only ones that have said that. Yeah, well, Ziggy didn't say it. Ziggy, Ziggy didn't say Ziggy it. Ziggy no. would do you like that. <laughs> and I know no. Kirk loves Inside the Magic now, so I wanted to make sure I threw that quote in there. Oh, Ziggy from like Quantum Leap. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't want to throw out a dated reference, but yes, yes. And the last thing uh, in, the, in the fan news sphere is, as heard on NPR's All Things Considered, the transcript of their discussion about this is titled Disney Revamp of Jungle Cruise Ride Removes Racist Depictions of Indigenous People. So to end this introduction about what we're about right. to discuss, <laughs> I'd like to end with a quote from Bob Iger as stated on his Twitter the day after all this news broke. He says, quote, the exciting changes we're making to one of Disney's most popular classic attractions, Jungle Cruise, reflect our commitment to creating unparalleled experiences that reflect not only the best in storytelling, but also the values and rich diversity of our world. And now I bring it back to us, fine gentlemen. How about that? Uh, where, do, where do we begin? I thought the quote was going to be, I should have left this <laughs> to JPEG. <laughs> he tried right. to, I think. <laughs> but they keep pulling him they back keep in. pulling him back. So where do we begin, guys? What do y'all think? What do y'all I, think? Mm. I would like to know when they stopped referring to them as headhunters and started calling them natives and indigenous people. Well, the, the joke just doesn't flow as, as well, does it? The, no, but I mean, on the ride, that's what they call them. They're 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 headhunters. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. whole purpose of them being there, and it, it's, it just feels like they're mischaracterizing them as natives. Natives, yes. I mean, I mean, where do you want to start? I guess is is the thing. That's or, the like, question. Do yeah. you want to start with the change? Well, let's start with the change. Yeah, that, that's what's on the table. Lay it first, all right? out. Lay it all out. The change involves a revamped story. They're involving the skipper story background. I guess more. Uh, there are apes involved, apparently. Mischievous apes. Yeah. Uh, be a, uh, <laughs> a re- one of the artwork has a redo of that whole rhino scene. There's going to be an animatronic skipper as part of the attraction, you know. I mean, for the most part, I don't mind the thought of the revamp. I mean, I didn't really think it was needed, but, you know, because it's a, it's a classic uh, attraction, right? I mean, everybody knows what it is. It's, it's, it's consistent. So, uh uh, if they, I know we're talking once, I don't want to like cross topics, if you will, but uh, I'll say this. I mean, that's something that the way I understand is based on a lot of old school stuff from like 1955, you know, and that's how Europeans saw the world uh, and how they saw like, you know, the jungle. It was from and, that particular era. That, that particular saying. era, okay, right. And so like, you know, it was inspired by books that talked about that so yeah a revamp's not bad uh if it's to have uh your your heroes be a little more diverse it depends because there's a certain ratio where you do diversity there's a i mean at least you need like three to five uh in there you can't just like throw in one person to come and be like there you go it's diverse like you can't just do that you gotta mix it up like we mixed up a little bit Right? We're diverse. Exactly. We're very diverse I, this podcast. is diverse. I'm you just see? happy they're keeping the pole. I've spent a lot of time on that artwork. Putting yes, us, you did. Yes. That pole. Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. It's my remarks at the beginning of the show. Yeah, um, you, our, 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 our pole our poll's more diverse than their poll. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Either way we, I say it, it's not going to come out. That's right. our poll. That's right. It's yeah, our, our poll because we bring the poll. Right. It's all wood. Yes, all wood. There it is. All the time. All the time. We and bring the wood. <laughs> Notice uh, Kevin is not as high up on the pole <laughs> as, as some of the rest of us. Yeah. We're a little bit higher. Yeah. But, well, it's yeah. proportional to, yes. uh, you know. We measured. That's right. I mean, we're happy. We all got bikes. You know, yes. that's, that's what, We all that's coughed. You know, I, look, I can't really comment on this without going into what I said before. So I'll wait to go last. I'll, I'll let you or, or Lee go. 
Um, you know, as far as the change goes, you know, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm totally comfortable with them making changes because they're going to do it anyway. And so they've been doing it to a lot of attractions that, you know, I, I grew up with and think changes are happening. If it's a new story, so be it. Uh, we'll see We'll see how they do. I'm curious to see what they end up doing with it. I guess it's cool. I don't know. The story uh, that they're projecting as far as adventures has me thinking something like uh, Big Red and Little Red on <laughs> Kilimanjaro as far as that whole thing where they try to do that and then they just kind of abandon it all. So it's, it's not going to be like, I don't know if it's gonna, they're going to try to do it. Pirates of the Caribbean, like or something. Well, like the movie, since the movie hasn't come out yet due to the pandemic. You know, that's what I was thinking. Be. My first initial thought is, oh, they're preparing for the movie thing. They're actually going to time it when the movie comes out, whenever that comes out. Uh, well, you know, they but, go you know. into great detail saying there's going to be a bird watcher, an entomologist, a wildlife painter, and a photographer. They they're detailing the people that are going to be in the poll, and you're you're supposed to get a sense of their backgrounds and everything. And it just seems like a lot of explanation for a poke in the butt gag. That really just works the minute you see it. It really doesn't need any more context. Right. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. need more diversity. It works just on site. They want you to dig, though. They want yeah, you to right. dig. And so, like, who are the people on the poll? Well, I think right. they're trying to get some kind of overarching story through the entire thing. And no, and, and That's I, what it seems like. Yeah. And again, I'll wait. I'll let Lee go. <laughs> you all right, dude? You all right? No, I'm fine. It's just like, I'm just worried I'm going to hijack the conversation by taking it where I wanted to That's take we'll, it initially. We'll, we'll hijack it right back from you. Okay. And, and then, you know, you take it back. And <laughs> You're the captain now? I'm not. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> I am the captain. My jungle Look cruise. I am the captain. <laughs> well, Lee, what do you think, man? You're the captain. Oh, now, man. Lee. Yeah. I, I am definitely not that worried about it. I don't think that it's that big of a deal. I think if anyone is upset about this, they just need to kind of step back and go, hey, you know what? Is this really what I want to spend my time being upset about? Yeah. Um, Is this my hill to die on? You know what I mean? Like, okay. I mean, have an opinion. That's one thing. But if this really, truly offends you that they're going to take, you know, headhunters and, you know, these kind of outdated uh, depictions of indigenous people, out if that is the biggest problem you've got with with disney right now then really like you need to just get over it well i, I don't so, know i don't know that you could characterize it as that's their biggest problem that they have with disney i think you could maybe characterize it as they're perplexed that this is what disney feels is their biggest problem and deserves <laughs> their attention, attention right now yeah, i don't i, I think right. you're mischaracterizing people a little bit a little bit Maybe, but I guess what I'm, and if that's if that's what you are upset about, then that's again perfectly fine. I just want to say that, you know, this the fact that things are changing does not need to upset you, if that makes sense. You know, it's like things are going to change, things are going to evolve. Are they going to? I don't want to say Disney's pandering to people, but to some degree, they do have to be that person. Uh, in a way, right? They need to be the... All eyes on Disney, I guess. You know, it's just like anything else. you got 7 million fast food restaurants, but everyone always looks at McDonald's and to see what they do. Really? I That's hope not. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> really This is America. <laughs> we have plenty of fast food restaurants in America. Hmm. But anyway, all I'm saying is like, this does not upset me in any way. I don't care one way or the other. If they want to do it, it's also not going to um, offend me if they don't. You know what I mean? Like, everything is already what it is. I've never was offended by seeing these 
figures in the attraction or anything like that. But maybe there are people that are offended, and maybe if you're not, even if you're not offended, this is just Disney trying to evolve. I mean, I think so. it's more about the like. I think he had a good point, but I think it's about the motive as to why they want to change it. Mm-hmm. I guess that would be the take I would come away with. Like, if again, if you like, hey, look, we don't have nothing to do. It's a pandemic. We want to revamp our stuff. We want to change. We want to change. It's your world. Totally can't do nothing about that. That makes sense. But if you're if you're saying, oh, we want to adjust with political movements or whatever, and, and what you call it, stay woke, or, you know, coffee bean or whatever it is. Then, coffee bean? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Coffee bean? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just threw that in there for fun. Oh, you threw coffee bean? Yeah, in other words, like if you just try to say, oh, we're trying to be progressive. Oh, I see. Socially yeah, progressive yeah, yeah. or something like that. Keep up with the times. Yeah, keep yeah. up with the times, you know. Yeah. Cornbread with stuff. Like, it's all the same. That's just a jumble of words to me. In that case, to me, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But if you just try to revamp what you have, cool. But, look, uh, I talk to brothers and sisters all the time. I mean, you know, like, I mean, where I work is predominantly black. I mean, you know, I got my head cut. You know, I was talking to Barb about soul. He loved it. I should show you a picture of him. He looks like the guy. He yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I told him about this topic. He's like, oh, okay. He wasn't, def- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He right. wasn't offended. You know, uh, right. I, I, I talked to. I've never heard of any, anybody being offended up until maybe like the last five years or so is really where this is kind of picked up. Yes. I mean, I'm not trying, and I'm not trying to offend nobody on the airways. I know we got new listeners and whatnot, but I mean, I'm being honest. I, uh, I, yeah, don't I, don't offend a lot of new listeners from India. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe, you know, and, and, our, and our brothers there like can tell us different, but Are they depicted in the jungle careers. I don't think oh, so. Is there a river? Is there a river? Yeah, yeah, there, there is. is right? There's definitely an Indian river in there. And um, but no, the Indian. Well, I thought when we went to Disneyland yeah. that when you saw the pole initially mm-hmm. and the guys in the fezes and the rhinos poking them, at, like I thought they were Indian in in nature. Mm-hmm. I've seen photos of them where they look light skinned and they do. I've seen other photos and they look black. Right. I. Don't know. It all depends I on the aperture. So. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it could be it, man. It could be the time of day you ride it. That's I it. Have no idea. The lighting has something to do. So I, I thought. I mean, the fez just in and of itself, you would think more any culture, right? Right. 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 That's so. That's what I always assumed. And then, like when this whole thing came up, and I looked into it, and people were pointing to the poles being a problem. The one in Magic Kingdom already has a, a group of diverse people on the pole, so it wasn't an issue there, I don't think. I think it was more of an issue in Disneyland where people were pointing at that. And so all I have to say is that I, I really I don't know. I, to me, I, that's what I always thought they were, but then when I looked at the pictures, I could see where some people could see it the other way. Like as far as it being like, what, offensive or? I don't know what they think in terms of offensive. I, I, can't, I can't even fathom. Once again, to take it back to the whole thing of the natives and the indigenous people, I'm like, why do we keep like I've never seen one article refer to them as the headhunters, okay? Which is what they are. They're not meant to be a representative of the people of Africa or where they're just they're supposed to be a group of headhunters. Okay, yeah, that's yeah always. And so, so just to kind of fast forward along to where I, I was going with this. So when I saw this, like, cause that was my first question. It's like, so what is so offensive? Because like, kind of like what Lee said, I never noticed that there was anything offensive about it. Did did you? No, but and, and that's I didn't. But I'm a highly creative, intelligent person. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking it up, and it, it, it 
Kev, did you ever have an issue? I never had an issue with it. No. Yeah, okay. never Actually, did. That, but it's not that scene. I never. Nah. I never noticed. You know. I so, know. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say. I know some people talked about the order in which the people are on the poll or something like that. Oh, it's like that now. We yeah. talk the social ladder of climbing now. No, no. They're talking about you know. There's like more people of color were toward the bottom of the poll and the the, the, the white people oh, were at the top. The yeah. Well, okay. So that's that's completely stupid because the person at the top is the biggest. Because they're the ones that ran first. Yeah, they're the fastest. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say the fastest. They were the ones that get scared first. <laughs> they were pushing everyone down to get to the to get to the top. That's right. digging. That's digging really deep. You that, know, that's, that is that is digging really. Yeah, deep. you're you're really spelunking there in order to be offended if that's the thing. But the the depiction of the na- uh, of the indigenous native people, whatever. I always took them as being headhunters, and so when I heard about this i mean that was my first reaction was to find out why it was that people thought about it and they were like they're depicting these people as savages savages yeah. is, is what i saw over and over again again no mention to the fact that they were supposed to be headhunters just that they were savages so i well headhunters are pretty savage well i would say so yeah because uh, you all need land well you know it, it, it really <laughs> goes to show something that in this country in this day and age in this time that we live in you would think that if there's one thing that we could all come together on is yeah cannibals those people we can villainize cannibals in these days but no apparently not cannibals <laughs> need to be a protected group <laughs> bones have lives too so yeah so the first thing i did was i went on the internet and i'm like well maybe the whole idea it's it's how they portray the headhunters and so i did a quick google search on headhunters to see what headhunters actually look like and the very first article I found was from 2017 entitled The Last Cannibals, Five Tribes with Deadly Headhunting History. <laughs> I'm serious. It, it centered around five headhunting tribes in West Papua, New Guinea. New Guinea. They had pictures and everything. And what do you know? They fucking looked exactly like the headhunters on the Jungle Cruise. So now knowing a thing or two about Disney history, I, I have a lot of books and I pulled out the guy who I knew would have been responsible. Just in case y'all want to go double check it, it's called Mark Davis in his own words, Imagineering the Disney Parks. If you flip to where he came up with the design for the Headhunters, he says, and I quote, okay, and you know these folks were from New Guinea. I hadn't been out to Papua New Guinea at this time. That was later. But I knew this art because we called it oceanic art. And it really wasn't until the Second World War that we discovered that there were many forms of oceanic art. And really the high point of it, I still think, came from Papua New Guinea. So the dude studied pictures of the headhunting tribes from Papua New Guinea and coming up with this depiction of what they would look like. So this isn't some kind of stereotyped caricature. They weren't meant to portray all black people as savages or anything. They were done just as everything over at Disney is done by using reference material from actual headhunters that existed in Papua New Guinea and then recreating it, just like they did with the building for the Haunted Mansion, just like they did with the castles, just like they did with everything else. They found pictures of something and recreated it. You know what? This is all the fault of the colonizers in 1955. That's who fault this is. <laughs> the colonizers? Yeah. Because they came from Europe. They were, Everybody was chilling, doing their own thing, headhunting and stuff, eating people. And then Europeans came in here and just blew everything up. That's that's what happened. Yeah, that's but if happened. not for that, we all wouldn't have met. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I you'd don't think Africa. I'd be here. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be in Italy. Kevin, you'd be in uh, Philippines. 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 Yeah. Lee, uh, Czechoslovakia, right? 
Yeah, it'd be somewhere close to Russia. Yeah. In the Eastern Bloc. Yeah. Unless the Boers yeah. came by, then maybe that might have reunited us all. Hey, they came by know. and visited my people one time too many. I know. <laughs> but you're cool, right? I'm cool, right? Cool, hey, man. They gave me my soul. There it is, sir. There it is. Yeah, but that's fair. That's a good point. Back to it. No, that's a good point. They do use reference for this. And the thing is, it's the, also the theme of where it is. I mean, it's in the jungle. You, you're not going to see stockbrokers in there. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, so, that's what you're going to get. So then what is the idea? Is that you cannot portray black people as having been in the jungle? In the jungle. Is that, what is the, so then what is the offensive? If you're recreating what actually exists in, in real life, mm-hmm. what is the offensive part? Well, okay. I would, I would have to gather this much. I would have to gather that if they're basing it on, like I said, stuff from like 1955 and whatnot, which was, again, like there was uh, the book Heart of Darkness, which talked about like the European being in uh, Africa and how like, you know, it was this whole thing of we're normal, this is savage, blah, blah, blah. blah. The Africans never got a speaking part. So maybe the key here is is to just say, okay, yeah, they're savages and they could be indigenous people. We'll just keep it broad, but uh, maybe they don't have a speaking part. Maybe they don't have no part where they actually get to interact with the people. But other than that, it's a jungle. I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really see where there's something to be offended about. Again, anybody that I talk to about this, because I, I want to get an opinion uh, from other folks and then have them. You know, how we do like the Disney moment. Where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I was out at work, and I was fixing someone's computer, and uh, I had nothing to talk to him about, so I talked to him about this thing, and then, like, they said, holy <laughs> what? Jungle Cruise doing what? Well, <laughs> you better say this on the podcast right now. Tell him I said this. Like, you know, I was hoping to get a response like that, but all right. I really got was, what? Look, let me just tell you about this computer problem, and the, <laughs> my girl next door, she beat on me. I had the body slam, but don't tell nobody that computer guy. Like, that's what I got. Like, this does not... My general thing, yeah, I don't see where it's offensive. And if it is meant, it, I'm sure it's not meant to be offensive, but if it is offensive, let's say, doesn't cure anything. Taking them out and it's in the jungle, like, I'm I'm surprised if after they do that, like, some brothers and sisters don't come by and say, so what you saying, we don't belong anywhere? We can't be in space? We can't even be in the jungle now? You can't? You can't. Well, it does come across a little bit like that, doesn't it? Or, who made that choice, though? Who made that choice for Who made that choice for people I, to come? Don't, don't ask me. Look, I listen, I'm listening to you, but <laughs> apparently uh, I've, I'm hearing from a lot more white people that are saying that black people are offended highly by this, so clearly I, you don't know what you're talking I about. I don't. They do. You know, it is so tough. It is so tough to be a black man in America. You're like, aren't you offended by this? Like, no, but you're black. Like, yeah, I was born like this, but damn. I mean, you know, I didn't make the ride. You know, I hear you. Uh, I, I'm Somebody look. telling me what I should be offended. You know what I'm offended by? That my stimulus check wasn't more than what it is. So I go on a vacation. Clearly, that. Eli, you are part of a special group of people that some people think need to be protected. I'm part of the problem. You need to be protected because you cannot handle such imagery. It, it is it is hurtful it's, to you. You know what? And we need to protect you from this. Please protect me. I, I don't need to go to work no more. I'm going to stay offended for a long time and just protect me. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Why don't you try that? Why don't you go to your boss, the boss? I can't come in anymore. Why? I'm just dealing with some emotional trauma, man. That, that jungle cruise got me off. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> Hell, you talking about? What that got to do with it? Yeah, Ivory, you better get to work. You better get to. You offended me now. I need to be protected. Why are you telling me to go to work? What do you mean? 
I want to hear from people from Papua New Guinea and see what they think. Oh, that's fair. They're too busy trying not to get eaten. <laughs> <laughs> They're running up the pole. They probably yeah. robbed the attraction like, that's my cousin. Mufufu, <laughs> 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 how you doing? <laughs> well, I see you since the last barbecue bed we ate that dude last week. <laughs> I'm curious, though, if, if I mean, the I'm not saying this is maybe what they're thinking yeah. of. And I, I'm not saying this is one thing. I just popped in my head. But I'm wondering if, if the people that are, are taking offense to this have the same view as how they did um, Lilo and Stitch, where when they made that movie, they didn't even consult the people, the islands on things or whatever else. Is this the same thing where they, even though they portrayed it and referenced pictures, they still didn't consult the people from those islands <sighs> that's as a far tough, as the depiction? That's a tough or maybe, call. Okay, so seriously, though, maybe, maybe people don't want their their country or their culture represented to be only about headhunters. They're probably like, hey, man, you know, there's more to us than just headhunting. We've you advanced know? past yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> Africa and what that yeah. definitely has. I'm sure New Guinea yeah. has. Uh, I'm sure there's... Okay, yes. but this is a theme park. We are telling stories. Story need yeah. antagonists and protagonists. That's true. Again, as to Eli's point, if you're in the jungle, you're not going to be chased by lawyers. Yeah. The, That's you know, a different kind of headhunter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm riding pirates, I'm not offended that the pirates are white. If I'm black, I'm not like, well, man, where, where the Somali pirates at? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, not, the captain. I'm just taking in the story of it. So, I mean, unless we're trying to say that black, black people, people cannot be portrayed in any negative, like you can't have a black villain. Like, why can't I not look upon Dr. Facilier and say he's a villain that happens to be, to be black, black. No, as opposed to he's a black man and you're villainized yeah the, the next thing you know somebody's welcome to me like do some voodoo you're black like no i has nothing to do with that yeah i i'm i'm with you i mean it, <laughs> the ideal the ideal would be to just say hey look here's just a cool representation of everything and look trust me if it was something where taking indigenous people out of a ride like cured all racial problems then i would be like look just just take this one for the team disney but you know it's it's not it's just a ride mm-hmm. it doesn't you know it doesn't change anything Speaking of that, i was wondering if like if, if there was the same kind of offense if it was like somali pirates attacking your boat yeah that's uh, yeah that's you see that you know that's yeah i i would uh, yeah, that's a great question i mean look, they're it, armed to the hilt and you know they're going after you and then uh you know it would be scary it well would it would for put, a hell of a, uh, it'd a be story a more realistic it'd be, it would it would bring into modern times as people would say but would people's Still get offended by that. Well, okay, absolutely. You get yeah. all right. You get you get kind of deep. I just I'll make it quick and back out. Well, I, mean, I I didn't mean to get deep. I just thinking uh, one of my reasons was like I wonder if this is just their way of trying to make it uh, bring it into more modern uh, scenario story. Like maybe I don't know. Um, like take the Jungle Cruise out of the out of the fifties. Yeah, and the, yeah, this is gonna and, be yeah. Modernized and it, it just happens to be during a time when all this other stuff is happening. But they know this stuff is happening. Yeah. There's no, no right they, time I know they recognize to do it. it. But because I'm also because I was thinking it's like I'm looking at the lands and the stuff that's been updated since then. It, it almost feels. I mean, other than the Swiss Family Robinson house that we have, um, that's probably one of the last major attractions that hasn't gotten some kind of modernization. Upgrade. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because pirates they got Jack and stuff. I mean, granted, it's not a huge upgrade. Mm-hmm. I mean, a modernization, but. It's relevant just because he's there, you know, and he's been in the movies. Mm-hmm. And Tarzan out in Disneyland, they got to update. Well, I mean, it's old now, but they got to update to that tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
Aladdin's Aladdin, but you know what are you going to do with? Oh, that? touch yeah. that. I mean, but yeah. actually, like what you just mentioned. I mean, we just found the Swiss Army Robinson movie is is been labeled with a warning. Yeah, yeah. Talk about Aladdin. That's another one that's rife with anger from yeah. people uh, about their the portrayals. This is a a door that never closes. Yeah, and, and yes. yeah, this is going to perpetuate itself. Now, real quick, unless somebody really has something that they want to get in on that, I, I kind of feel like I need to jump back a little bit because I kind of. I went to where I wanted to go about this because the way I look at it is like, I don't like the reasons why they're doing this, but I like the results. I was going to say real quick, because Kevin asked a question and we never really got to touch it when he's talking about like, you know, the police for Lilo and Stitch. That was the only thing I was going to address. And then sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. We'll go that and then we'll go back. Yeah. We'll go right back. That's yeah. I want you to get too deep. No, 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 no. I I was just trying to backtrack because everyone gave their opinion on whether or not they thought the ride changes were acceptable or not and then i didn't so i i kind of wanted to before i sit there and make it oh, sound yeah. like i hate this i don't i'm just questioning the reason the, the the reason the, the rationale and the results so i'm to what kevin said if you're going to modernize it and put it in modern times i'm kind of cool with that but go ahead no i, I was going to say so then the other fear then uh when you ask just about- to recap you're addressing the question i had about lilo and stitch and the reference there versus the these people. The yes. fact that they cared to, to get the yeah they didn't do the reference for Lilo and Stitch right, right. that was That's it right. yeah they didn't do that and so for this they didn't do the same thing either right so I guess the quick the the quick version of it is just to say uh, there's a certain perception that imagination can present if somebody's not used to whatever that culture is. You know, so it is good to have as much education about that culture as possible. And then if you can put different spins on the perception of that culture in there, then good. But it doesn't mean you, you got to cram it in where you need to. In this case, it doesn't. But you can still have a, you know, you can have a black person that's like, you know, a headhunter here and then like, you know, do another ride with a black person, good guy. I mean, they just happen to be black. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. You research that as best you can, but as long as the perception is still on an even keel, should be straight. That's all I was saying. Well, you know, like when you went and saw uh, the great movie ride, and you get to the gangster scene, mm-hmm. and the typical stereotype, stereotypical Italian Sorry. gangster. I mean, I never took offense to that because, of course, they're gonna. <laughs> that's the can whole. Can you believe that she's got something against Italians? Can you yes. believe that? It's just it, <laughs> it's mind-boggling. It is. It really is. It, it's. You know, you're in the jungle. You're in the jungle. You, you needed a threat. What were you going to choose? So go to your point. So that's all I wanted to say. No, 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 no. Yeah. It, it, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure it's known. Honestly, don't have a problem with the change here. This is one of the ones that I think that they probably got right. My only concern would be, as I said before, is if they tried to over-explain. Mm. You know, because the I jungle cruise never really had a story. I mean, the, the story was it was a jungle cruise. You were navigating. In fact, they had to come up with a bunch of jokes just to make it interesting. And so I, that's why I don't have a problem. It's not like you're ripping out the essence. It's not like you're de-skinning the animatronics of the Jungle Cruise and, and putting Pocahontas in there and calling it just around the Riverbend ride or something. <laughs> you know, it's... it's that sounds like a rumor that happened once. That <laughs> <laughs> no, sounds strangely familiar. Well, Sorry, go ahead. That's problematic in its own right, though. I mean, how do you, how do, you do that right now? Because, um, again... People go after low-hanging fruit, but after a while, as things come down, you move on to the next low-hanging fruit, and, and sooner or later, yeah, it, it's going to go 
Well, Peter Pan's next on the job. Tom Sawyer, you know, that's coming up as well. I mean, it's going to continue to perpetuate itself. So we've got to be careful uh, of, the, of the reasonings behind why we're doing it. It's, it's kind of like, you know, if you've got a, a child that's uh, acting up and throwing a tantrum, and so to get him to stop, you buy him a toy. Oh, yeah, good point. You know, you, man, you're happy in the moment because you're like, oh, good, I got my peace and quiet, but... You can't feel good about how you got it. You, you, you know that you've just conditioned this child to believe that next time I want something, I just act out and I get it. And it'll get worse. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that's that's very poignant. I always thought that Jungle Cruise was Walt's muscle flex back in the day. Like, yeah, check out my stuff. Like, hey, check it out. I got audio animatronic robots mm-hmm. outside. Yes. Mm. Mic drop. Bam. <laughs> and they submerge in the water. Boom. Ah, well, you know, that's, you know, I like that. <laughs> that's one of my biggest problems with this, because when they interviewed that guy, you're talking about Mr. Uh, Beatty, was it? Yes. We're talking about Ziggy? No, 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 not <laughs> Ziggy, man. Ziggy's my boy. Um, <laughs> Chris Beatty. Yeah. Not, not Ned Beatty. He was Ned Beatty. He was in a whole different... Uh, it was a whole different uh, pig scene. Yeah, no. When he yeah. was in the uh, when he was in the forest, it didn't go too well for him either, though. Yeah, I don't know if it was Chris <laughs> Beatty or Beatty or yeah, something like that. Chris, Chris. Yeah. Um. So, I was reading some of the stuff that he said, and there's ones. It, this just stood out to me. I, I was reading through this. Um. So when talking to Mr. Beatty, he said, uh, when introducing new elements, even animals, we make sure that they're done in a respectful way. We reached out to Dr. Mark Penning and his team at Disney's Animal Kingdom and said, look, we have these chimpanzees that are coming into this new world and we want to have fun with them. How do we make sure it's done in an authentic way for the chimpanzees? We want to have fun, but we're not making fun of the animals. His team had great insights, and it really elevated that new scene. So that's where we are now. We're worried about real chimpanzees' reactions to fake chimpanzees. Here's the idea of that. And then the people's reaction <laughs> yeah. to the chimp's possible reaction to the fake chimpanzees. I thought you were going somewhere else because you were like, okay, if they took out the indigenous people to not offend black people, then having a boat full of monkeys should not run through any black people's mind at all as possibly being <laughs> oh, offensive. Lord. See, you can do that. I didn't even see and that. They probably see that. Did that. You no, can probably do did that. that. Yeah, absolutely. See, that's like, that's like how, it, like you said, it's a door that will not close. I think it's visually funny that it's chimpanzees, you know, because like, right? But it's what I'm saying. Like, somebody can easily be like, well, boom, now I'm offended. Now, forget the whole setup of what it is the whole set piece that it's the jungle it's monkeys they're making fun of like you know the people on the boat it, it won't stop that was my point they weren't worried about making fun of the people that were on the boat but they're worried about making fun of the chimpanzees oh for uh what's the what's the at peter so peter don't get mad <laughs> peter gets mad at everything. okay so you know talking about how ridiculous this <laughs> just got <laughs> did y'all see the story today the one today it was like what was it friday or something like that from peter Mm-mm. Peter no. came out and said that they uh, want people, they want us to stop calling people rats and snakes because they say it normalizes violence against animals. No, if somebody rats on somebody, that's what it is, a rat. Yeah, you just normalize violence and therefore you hate animals. Oh, no, I'm black. The violence surrounds <laughs> me all the time. That's why people are afraid. Like, what are you talking about? Well, okay. The word doesn't even, that's so crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm just going with it. That kind of gives you an idea of how far through the looking glass we are. So, like, it offends rats and snakes because of the... No, but people are more apt to kill and 
they don't think twice about killing rats and snakes because we have downgraded them in our language by calling people rats and snakes like it's a derogatory term, which it is. Oh, okay. That's, so I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that's that's how they're that's how they're approaching. That's this exactly. Like so that. we got to cuddle the rat that gave you rabies. Yes, if and rats can, are in your yeah. home. Yeah, they are to be loved. Because okay, they might cook you breakfast, like Remy. Oh well, let's find yeah, him. Let's Remy. get him on uh, Kitchen Nightmares or something. <laughs> let him cook something. Because let me tell you, I've read it out of an apartment to somebody, and they were not too fond of the rats that came through that house. <laughs> they did not say, "Hey, listen, uh, I just want to let you know you got some extra tenants. We're hugging them down." No, that doesn't happen. What hug, hug a snake? You mean uh, an object that can wrap around you and kill you? I'm sorry. I didn't know words offended snakes too. I was, yeah, look, I don't mean to sidetrack the the no, conversation, but you you brought it's up crazy. Up. This is where it's going. I mean, it doesn't stop. There's always a new level level to explore of sensitivity. You know, yeah, I'm curious as to like if 30 years from now, as ch- as these uh, chimps evolve, will they go to us and be like, "Hey, man, y'all need to really take those monkeys out of the Yeah. To us, to us actual monkeys out in the real world we you know we're productive citizens and we don't just go around acting crazy painting ourselves and you know trying to imitate humans you know we're our own people what well, was that chimp <laughs> that ripped that woman's face off that one time i mean it's not like oh uh, yeah <laughs> but it was a gorilla that took care of the baby when it fell over the thing i yeah. mean we can't give all the bad name shout out to haram yeah but they shot him <laughs> exactly they judged him wrong but don't be surprised if you see that, that as time goes on, especially with the junk crews, I mean, where if somebody steps in and says, man, uh, I don't like the way you're portraying those hippos as being scary and aggressive. <laughs> but, yeah, those hippos, are, they seem to, that's body shaming. Right. That's <laughs> those crocodiles are quite menacing. They don't, you no, know, they wouldn't. They don't need that. No, 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 no. We you want happy persons. So know, I have an interesting oh, thought that just popped in my head about this. Mm, it, sure. it might have just clarified a lot of things for me. Oh, my God. Uh, and I'm going to say this in... Hey, whatever. It's. I f- almost feel like this is meant to appease the ignorant. I'm. <laughs> I'm with. No, no, no this is what I mean. I'm this with what that. I mean. I'm with that. Because, no, you know, no, with no, Daddy saying ahead. the whole thing about yeah. Peter and stuff, it's like, you know, I can see Peter's point with that. Because here's the thing. And, and you know, and my, I've raised my daughters like this. I have snakes in my yard all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, know? that's true. You have something to say on and this. And we right. see a snake, we see in the garden. And but our first thing is like, ooh, where are we? Yeah, we're scared. It's like, ooh, it's a snake. But then we think. And we're like, hey, what color is it? Is there any, is this color band or that color band? Oh, it is? Oh, good. We want that snake in our yard. Whereas the ignorant wouldn't know to do that. And they would just say, oh, f***ing kill it. Right. Regardless of what color it is. It may be, I mean, the kind of snakes that we have, I mean, the Louisiana garters, you want that because they'll eat like the, rat, like the rats and stuff. Oh, no, you can't snake. say rat. But yeah, they'll get that. rid of like oh, other. So you like snakes, but you hate rats. Yeah, yeah what the rat did. That's right. <laughs> um, what the rat did. It no, eat bugs. But they'll get rid of like other critters and stuff that we don't want around. Yeah. You know, and so they say, okay, it's a good snake. You know, so I've raised my kids. It's like, hey, let's be a little critical. Check out what say. Oh, it's one of those snakes. Yeah, let's run. Get the out of here. You know. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I'm, that's that's what kind of popped in my head. I'm like, I wonder if that's the case because people are so used. I mean, not, I must say people, but certain element of the population so used to just generalizing everything that we that's who they have to appease to now. yeah nobody questions it if that's the case about the snake let's just chuck out that genesis uh chapter of the bible while we're at it you know i mean let's just get rid of that that makes snakes <laughs> look actually awful uh completely let's just get that one right out of there i don't know that's popped in my head I'm but you like, yeah, have a great point yeah. you yeah, have I a great s- point I, th- I think it is ignorance and it is generalizing for sure 
and the fact that it you know the way you deal with problems isn't by you know looking at it and being like okay is this a situation here no it's not because they base it upon actual headhunting tribes and it's just it's used as an antagonist in a ride and it's nothing more than a mannequin on a spring and that's part of the reason why i'm in for the changes is i actually is because can you imagine when they could do it really good animatronics on the i mean i'd, I'd like to see that that's smart yeah. um so i i don't really mind the change so much it's just the, the reasonings behind it and i I think that this is people generalizing. I think people go in there and are like, this is how they're trying to portray Africans as uh, mean Same. and nasty and savage and all the... No, it's not that. It's meant to portray a villain, and then the villain, in this case, would be the headhunters who take exception with you coming through their territory. That's part of the set piece. That is. They, they tell you, right, we're heading into headhunter territory. They yeah. set it every time that I've, I remember riding it. Yes. It, they set the scene very well. We're heading into territory that we probably should not be in. Yes. No, that's that's part of the set piece of that ride. That's that juncture. And you know, I, I think like the overarching reasoning for, and I'm curious to hear, I, I'd love to hear people's thoughts on about this, but I think it's, and they only mentioned Disneyland and Walt Disney World, so I'm wondering if it's just a fact that these parks are in the United States of America. Well, yes. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. Hong I think Kong. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah Hong Kong. Like, yeah, like, I mean, they, they wouldn't care. Shanghai because knows. this is the most culturally mixed country on the planet. I mean, people aren't worrying about how the uh, other people feel. And I mean, God, I mean, the human rights violations in China alone. Yeah. I mean, uh, but they all Chinese, so it's kind of like, yeah, what happened? We deal with race issues more so than any other population on the planet Absolutely. because we're a mix of different people and we have intermixed for so long. Like, you know, this is stuff I try not to engage with. It's kind of sad when we have to talk about stuff. It's all like right, this. though. That's, it makes us stronger as a podcast to do this. You know, it's funny. I avoided all Dizzy fan media or, or social sites and stuff mm-hmm. for this because I just didn't want to. You know, I, I, I didn't want to get into all that. Oh, I'm sorry. You when know? it when it comes to talking about here. race. I just read the articles and stuff, yeah. When it comes to race and this and that and the other, like, if I could get a dollar for every time I had this kind of stuff challenged to me, I could make the job, retire from the job, and collect pictures from the job in the same day. Like, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's just, that's, uh, that's cool. It's just, it's just part of what it is. Well, I mean, and also, I mean, this is also Disney's fault as well. Because they see this as being an issue. But rather than doing what they should have been doing all along and saying, you know what, we do need more culturally diverse attractions, just like they did with movies. We need more culturally diverse movies. So we got Moana and we got Coco. But where are the attractions for these? They don't exist. And so what do they do when they want to appease that crowd and when they want to appease the people who would like to see it, which would be everybody right? Yeah. if they played it like that. But instead of playing it like that, they... They say, no, in order to give this to these people, we're taking this that you like away from you loyalists. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Not race, but loyalists. People who liked the attraction, thought the attraction was fine. Now, again, the Jungle Cruise, who cares? I, I agree with Lee with what he said. I, I, I don't like encouraging bad behavior, but... What I mean, how many people do you know that ride the Jungle Cruise and you know, man, Headhunter number four was my favorite character. And if they get rid of him, I'm going to be f***ing pissed. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I've ridden with this plenty of times with y'all. I've never come off that right. like, I can't ride it again. I'm offended. Yeah, no, 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 nine times out of ten, or if like 9.9 times out of ten, it's about the skipper. 
Yes, that's yeah. true. You, yeah. you know, it's like, hey, did you have? A, how was your ride? It's like, oh, I had an okay skipper. Oh, I had a great skipper. It's like, oh, my skipper kind of sucked. You know, got kind of. <laughs> you know, you know, it's never like the scenes because the scenes haven't changed. They're the same damn scenes. Yeah, you know what makes that traction is how the skipper presents it. I guess. Now, hopefully, it. the story that they're gonna redo. Did they? Did they tell y'all or divorce y'all exactly what? They didn't, but that that's part of my concern. So if there's a real concern about the actual story element yeah. of it, it's how they're going to... Now, one of the things I like about it is I think that this group of people that we're seeing on the poll and everything like that, and, and judging by what they did with Skipper Canteen, I think we're going to see more of an introduction of the, the C group into... Yes. Uh, the, the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, adventurers yeah. are going to be made a big part of this attraction and that would go along with the skipper canteen restaurant and everything like that so i'm kind of excited yeah. about the change i don't want them to overdo story though i don't want an overly one of the things that's fun about the jungle cruise is that no two cruises are the same jungle cruise skippers go off script they vary jokes up they mix them up oh. all the time and it's a it's an interesting experience every single time you ride so i hope they still have the leeway to spiel Right. Oh yeah, yeah I'm I with you there. Yeah. yeah, I just mean like it. It always seemed to be like we're going on a jungle cruise. Like you say, it is a cruise and, and whatnot. But if they're going to change the story, it would be kind of cool. If it was a little more interactive. But yeah, the skipper doesn't have to like stay on the script. Just maybe not have everything in the outside part of it be so disjointed. If that makes any sense, yeah, it's it's a very disjointed ride. It's yeah. a good way to put it because I mean, you have no idea what continent. Like, I when we when we meet the uh, natives, I'm not sure which part of the. I mean, you go through like four continents. You're in Africa. You're in Asia. You're, exactly. You're everywhere. So Hanging out by sure trees is. So I can even understand to some people's points that like, yeah, where are we when we run into these natives? I mm-hmm. mean, because maybe uh, headhunters aren't indigenous to this part. Y'all just. Shoehorned them in because y'all didn't have any of the animals. Yeah, where the signs that say, hey, you're headed <laughs> to whatever. You know? Yeah, like the States. Welcome to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's a way to have story connected together, mm-hmm. not affect, you know, the, the host that's uh, the skipper that's providing right. the, the boat, and uh, still not really be offensive because now you have, boom, here's, here's the history of said thing. A small, small thing that I thought was humorous because I was reading some comments and someone mentioned something about carnivorous plants. And I swear to God, I I read it as if they were going to put coronavirus plants in the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> Are you freaking out for a little bit? I was like, "How is that going to work? And why is that a good idea?" But I had to read it again. It was yeah, carnivorous, not coronavirus. <laughs> That's a dyslexia fucking with you, Lee. <laughs> Still dangerous. <laughs> You know, this is. I did want to touch on this real quick because the, the propaganda that Disney's come kind of come out with is really like I don't know if y'all saw the video of them interviewing Jungle Cruise skippers, and they're like, oh, "What yeah, do you yeah. think about these changes?" Yeah. And then like you know they're like, "Oh, I think they're wonderful, and these are going to be great changes for the drug." And it's like it's like like that scene that you see in Airplane where the guy is reading the news and like right off the camera, yeah. <laughs> the guy with a gun to his head. <laughs> it's like, what do you expect they're going to say? It's like, oh man, I think these changes. Suck, That's where I man. got the quote about yeah. the boat Especially story. Um, so. <laughs> yes, it's like, oh wow you, you want to be on the next round of layoffs you better talk about how you like this ride that's deep but, <laughs> so i mean it's i thought that was a little uh over Forced, the top yeah. but then there was another thing that so you we go back to that interview with mr Beatty. the interviewer asked i cannot make this up the interviewer asked him this question i feel like there is sometimes perhaps misplaced concern that when an attraction is reimagined that it is somehow not going to be as great as it was before how do you address that and i'm like stitches great escape 
Tiki Room under new management, Mission Space, Grand Fiesta Tour, Mr. Toe. Like, how many fucking examples do we have of them <laughs> wrecking great attractions? Oh, a draining to imagination. Oh, Figment! Thank you. I mean, the, the whole idea that there's a misconception? Stop. Y'all so, botched a lot. Maybe somebody should belch hot dog in his face and wake <laughs> him up. Just to kind of wrap this up, because I know we need to move on, because we've got one more topic to discuss here yes. that I'm sure is just as equally uh, warming to the heart. Oh, but it, this was one of the most rawest conversations I've had with y'all. No, yeah, this was fun. Yeah, man. It was I, fun. I enjoyed having this conversation because honestly, we didn't have this conversation before this, so I had no idea how everyone was going to feel until we sat here and, and started discussing it. Mm. It just seems to be weird. Every single time we talk, we're all kind of on the same page, which is I don't really care, but people a lot. <laughs> yeah, like if you're going to pick something, here's something you want to look at, but yeah, let's change something that is completely imaginary based on something real that you're not affecting. But I just, uh, to, to what Lee said uh, when we first started this, I mean, I, I do think that there's something to be said about the message that this sends to your Disney loyalists who are trying to come to grips with the fact that there's no more Magical Express, that you just killed annual passes, uh, extra magic hours is gone, they can't really afford to go to Disney right now. In addition, you know, the Yeti's still broken. Figment, as Kevin pointed out, that still needs re- adjusting and then every single time over and over again it's like well it's a money issue we can't find the money we can't find the money three caballeros they got cardboard cutouts sitting there right now because the animatronics keep breaking that's offensive to birds right but anytime it comes to appeasing a vocal minority of people who are complaining about racism and disney attraction oh i found it got the money right here let's do this probably because they're tied to like media itself so they probably get extra money for that like to be like oh yeah 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 we'll <laughs> make some more out of this. We can milk this. And that's all I can, I can think. But saying, you're right. Like, it's crazy. That was, that was, you're right. Mind the change. It's not that I mind the change so much, but I can understand Disney loyalists being like, dude, can you at least f***ing fix the people mover so we can ride it? <laughs> you know? I mean, just... Hey, move it on the people mover. Something. Like, you know, just... You, there are a, a gazillion different projects that Disney fans have been bitching about forever. That's a great point. When have we gotten a new... Pavilion to the Epcot. Yeah, that's a great I, point. I mean, it's like I can understand them being like, "Dude, the last two projects you announced are you taking away our Splash Mountain, which we liked, and now you're rethinking the Jungle Cruise, which okay, we don't really care, but really, do we need this? Better, I mean, this is better question. The people that are offended by this, that are making such a stake, how often do they go to Disney to experience these? Well. Things? Uh, well, you know, that's the, thing I was gonna, that's the thing I was going to say is like maybe from shows before, <laughs> as we have said in shows before, maybe they don't are not worried about the loyals because the loyals are going to come up anyway. That's a good point. Yeah. And they need they're hurting for money in the park. So they're trying to get new money to come into the park. And to that point, perhaps what they're thinking is that, you know, these people who are coming up now who are more uh culturally minded and, and really take offense to this kind of thing. These people are coming to the age where they're having kids. And they're raising yeah. their kids, and so they're trying. Maybe they're trying to appeal to these people. Dude, I mean, I don't want to. God, I feel like this conversation can go on forever. But that is such a good point that it that, itself. that generation, no, that generation now has kids that they don't want to have to have those conversations with them. Like, mommy, why is that guy? Why is there a black guy that wants to have my head? Or whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, talk to the lawnmower guy. No, seriously yeah. though, like think about it that way. Like they don't want to have to have those. They'd rather if that wasn't there. 
then they don't have to have that conversation. If the lady, the pirate lady getting sold is not in that scene anymore, they don't have to have that conversation to say, hey, you know, back a long time ago, this is something that happened and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I don't know. I could be totally off base there, but it's just a lot easier if you don't have to, uh, if you don't have to explain those things to your kids. And, that, and, th- and that's a good point there, Lee, but I don't know that kids were asking about it. I really yeah. think that it, more often than not, kids are not that inquisitive when it comes to, they just see and accept and then and, and without knowing what it is. I can't say that I ever wrote through that pirate scene and, contempl- and contemplated or questioned what was going on with the Yeah, that's... I didn't even good. know that they were drunk. I mean, I'm serious. As a kid, did y'all know the pirates were all drunk? That's way more obvious. No. And I had no clue. Kev? I want to say I did only because of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Bugs Bunny? Yeah, God had, bless Bugs. You know, he taught us well. Yeah, but that was just so random. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I mean, I learned a lot from Bugs, you know. Well, <laughs> did, yeah, I mean, you know. But, you know, he always had somebody doing something silly with a bottle or a jug with mm-hmm. XXX on it. So I'm yes. like, oh, that's got to be some kind of poison or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Shine, yeah. <laughs> somebody so, tries to kill you, kiss him in the mouth. I just assume, like, it. oh, okay, it. that's cool. I mean, there's a lot of crazy things that people nowadays would probably not like about Bugs Bunny, but I, I oh. love it. Yeah, but you know, I I guess I guess the thing is is like uh, to Lee's point. Uh, yeah, if you see some character doing something, no kid thinks about that. But you got to be at a certain age to get to that point. And even if you're the parent that thinks that, if you're that uh, what's the word woke? Mm. Yeah, cornbread stuffing. It is the same thing to me. It's just a mixture of stuff. Don't mean none. And, and you, if you like that, then if you're that aware. Your responsibility is to your kid to give them that perception, not Disney, right? You show them something else that still fits the mold that gives them the positive reaction that you want. Well, but here's the problem, and, and I think this is what the, where they kind of eat each other. Is that oh, we do cannibals again? Yes, we're going to bring it all back to cannibalism. Yes, because oh, okay, this Genius. is what happened. Like, I think of something different. Bro. We were young once. <laughs> We were young yeah, once, absolutely. and we decried the... We're still young, what the yeah. hell? Oh, yeah, at heart. <laughs> mm, very much... The Cialis helps, but... Um, <laughs> is that what it's called nowadays? Yeah. I'm just saying, it's like, at some point in time, we all are young yeah. and innocent, and you want the best for society, and as you get older, with, with age comes wisdom. The difference between now and, and then, I think, is that young people believe it's their place to teach old people. Whereas when we were growing up, I, it was like you sat down, you listened to what old people had to say, mm. and you respected their, their, their time, their wisdom, and then you processed, and then you came about w- with what worked. You hope, I hope they processed, yeah. No, yeah, well... Well, we did. Yeah, I, yeah, our, our, our generation did. Yes. Yeah. We, 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 you, you took the best of what they had to offer, and then you carried that flag, and you moved forward, and you left behind the materials that are like, okay, that's a product of their time, right. and you move on. In today's day and age, I just see people lecturing to people. Now, they always say we need to have an edu- a conversation. The conversation is usually one group of people screaming at another. Yes, sir. And it never gets anywhere. And I think that's the problem. And what's going to end up happening is the people who are doing it now, when they get to a certain age, they're gonna, people are going to start picking apart their things, the things that they grew up in, the things that they like. And they're going to be like, well, wait a minute. No, 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 no. There wasn't anything wrong with that. There's a reasonable explanation why. Apple had to, you know, have all their iPhones made by slave labor. <laughs> and, you know, it's yeah, it's going to be one of those Yeah, it's going to be one of those things where they're like, no, 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 no. Wait, well, let me explain to you why this happened. And people are like, yeah, yeah, no, f- 
you, you're racist, <laughs> you don't know what you're nah. talking about, and da 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 da. I was lost to date like that. I, you're absolutely right. Once so, you start to break it down, it gets tougher when somebody doesn't want to hear it. That's the issue, is that sooner or later you eat each other. So, mm. it is I'm hungry. It is, it is. So, yeah, so we're curious to know what you guys think about this. Let us know at show at magicrway.com. And the next story we have is this. As what is suggested to be part of Disney's Stories Matter initiative, Disney Plus has quietly removed and has made unavailable several movies from kids' profiles only on Disney Plus. The movies in question are The Aristocrats, Dumbo, Peter Pan, The Lady and Tramp, and live-action Swiss Family Robinson. To give you some backstory on this initiative, Disney Stories Matter initiative started last fall, 2020, and began with the addition of an on-screen content advisory to films that include negative depictions and or mistreatment of people and cultures. So there you go. Uh, kind of ties into what we were talking about before with the whole Jogo Cruz thing mm, and continuing I got on. You. So I'm going to make my, my first point short and sweet. If it's a G-rated movie, it should be able to be on a kid's list. Now, if y'all want to go back and say, you know, that Dumbo should be PG because it has some adult content or because Swiss Family Robinson should be PG for whatever reason and then you want to leave it off, that's fine. But if it's not offensive enough and if it's not bad enough to be considered, if it's good enough to stay G, then just leave it on the kids thing. Y'all doing already what you want to do, just putting the warning up front. That should be good enough. Wait, is it animated Dumbo or like real animated live? Dumbo, yeah. Yeah, because the animated Dumbo kind of has some stuff that might be PG, right? There's some drinking in there and there's some smoking. Is there smoke? No, wait a minute. Yes, there, there was. Wait, no, hold up. Wasn't one of the crows puffing on a cigar? Yes, so. that's what yeah. I'm thinking about. Yeah. So, yeah, so maybe that some of that stuff, then does Dumbo need to be rated PG and then moved off? I don't know. But that's to me the bottom line. Like if you can still call it a G movie, then just leave it on there. This is why I've never gotten rid of my Disney DVDs because sooner or later they're gonna they're gonna start with these movies. They're gonna start removing scenes. They're gonna start George Lucasing these movies. <laughs> they're gonna reimagine whole new scenes and sequences. And CGI job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like how they do this to where it's almost like the kid can never leave the house. Like it's almost like you know the kid's gonna go outside. They're gonna see another kid at a school that's gonna curse or another kid that smokes or they're gonna you know what i'm saying like they're gonna see these things in real life minus a bird smoking but you know like come on dumbo animated dumbo it's a little it's a little well, much well the crows is the big thing that they're talking about yeah that's overthinking though i think the cutoff is what seven after seven you can watch whatever you want to watch if you're the kid no, no no yeah that's what i'm saying like so if you make a kid account and your kid's under seven they can't see Dumbo. They can't see Peter Pan. They can't see Swiss Family Robinson. Was that the other one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they can't see these movies. You can do it for them, I believe. But I mean, yeah, they can't do it. But after seven, they can see it, but they just see it with a warning. Which I don't even know. Like, I don't know about you guys, but who do you have like your account password locked or something? Like if the kid, the kid just. Yeah, just to scroll your to your account. And look, I mean, I, I don't know how many children under the age of seven are looking to watch Dumbo. Or Swiss Family Robinson, Robinson or, or Peter Pan. Like, my like my child was still in Paw Patrol territory, I want to say, at that age. I mean, I, I, you know, I hate to say it because I'm, I'm a huge Disney fan, but my kid wasn't into the old Disney cartoons. Growing. I tried to show her a couple of them, and she just got bored quickly. Mine loved them. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, it's not to say that my kid is, is 
reaction was typical of all kids and stuff like that. I understood that there, there are some out there that would love them. I'm just saying, what's the cutoff here? So at before seven, it's not you can't see anything like this. You can't see Peter Pan. You can't. But after seven, you're fine to be exposed to whatever racism. Like after seven, it's like yeah, we gave you the warning. You understood what you were in for. Seven year old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm gonna have a we have a view a viewing party today on your birthday. You turn at eight. All of the bad Disney movies. Why is Dumbo drunk? Uh, they warned you, didn't they? They told you, you knew you were in for. <laughs> yeah, boy. This your birthday, boy. Get a drink. Get a drink. Watch some Dumbo. Yeah. That, that, Smoke up, John. <laughs> Smoke them up. <laughs> yeah, okay, so then let me make sure I got this straight. So while they take this off, meanwhile, you can have programming for the kid to watch. Now, this is the age my daughter was in. She grew up on the That's So Raven and the, you know, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Okay, so now just let me put this in your head for a second. So these shows are available. And these shows, if you really watch them, the kid talks to the parent any kind of way. They, oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. They, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I, I would watch it with him. Like, man, smack that kid. That kid talked to me. Like exactly. That. So, like, if you're trying to control, like, a certain thing of authority, that should be the stuff that you might want to take off the air at a certain time because my daughter will still watch that to this day. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they they say, oh, Bob, and they always figure they can outsmart the kid. I'm not going to tell you what my daughter did, but my daughter lied to me about something that was, like, so blatantly obvious that it was a lie that I was like, you should just, like, get out. Like, this. <laughs> that is the worst lie that you could ever tell. Like, uh, how like how long ago? Last week. Oh, last week. Last week. Are I, you talking about, like, an 18-year-old? Oh, lie? yeah. No, no, she's 20 now. Yeah, she's 20 now. But, yeah, okay, when he was a kid, you told her she's a kid. No, when she's a kid, she would, like, not back talk me as far as cursing and not like that, but she did learn from those shows how to, like, Manipulate her parents. Yeah. And just to be like, what? Whatever. You know, and you're kind of like, okay, I don't want to show you what my parents showed me when I was your age if I talked to them. So maybe this you should consider that level of content uh, as far as a young kid. I can see that. Most kids over the age of seven are already on YouTube and they're seeing way more harmful. That's a great point. But yeah, no, to to what you were saying before, like my daughter, shoot, man, I made the mistake like right around Christmas. I don't even remember. Now, it's probably because I was logged into my account. I'm sure if a kid tried to access the Simpsons, they couldn't do it. But like we watched something on Disney Plus and then it ended and Lily sees the Simpsons and then, Dad, can we watch the Simpsons? I'm like, you're 10. What's the harm? It's Christmas. You know, let's, let's find, we'll watch a Christmas special. We were like 10 minutes into it, five minutes into it maybe and Homer says something about Santa coming and Bart goes, yeah, look, old man, we know that the person comes to the house every year and it's not a guy in a red suit. And I was like grabbing the remote trying to shut that shit up. I'm like, what the hell, Disney? <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad and I was just like, hey, yeah, look, you know, it's getting late, kid. You got to go to bed. Uh, what's wrong, Daddy? You want to watch? Nah, it's time to go to bed. It's over. It's over. It's yeah, go it's to bed. Over. Go to bed. Yeah. Get the papers. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's funny. That strikes uh, a thought in my head because the whole Santa thing is relevant still to this day, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. If you think about why people are offended by the crows, would a young person glean that information just by watching Dumbo? No. Unless no. unless an adult pointed that out to him. That's fair. Yes. That's that's my problem with the word. Uh, they, so people like to use the word over and over again. The, the, the crow's racist. To me, racist is something that inspires ill will. It makes you feel 
uh, a certain negative way about a, a, a racial group. I don't know any children. I grew up on Dumbo. I, I had the record for when I see the elephant fly and I listened to it and I loved it. It was my favorite song. My cr- the crows were my favorite characters. I don't know what it is about the word racist that the, the words may be uh, construed discriminatory, prejudiced, bigoted. Those have all been retired. It all falls in the banner of one word now, and that word is racist. And it's such the wrong word for what's going on. Like, you know, like I, if you read the warning for the that that are shown before these films it goes like this uh this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures these stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now and i'm gonna stop right there because when you sit there and you say these stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now what you're basically saying is you got to follow the rabbit down the rabbit hole and if it was wrong then who approved dumbo and the crows the majority well, who's an executive the man? The man that proved it. The man always approved it. What's his name? Is Walt Disney? Walt Disney. Disney. Well, I was trying to man. leave. I was trying to leave that out. I ain't gonna lie. I, didn't, I couldn't take it there. I couldn't well, take I mean, it there. Yeah, but a lot of those people in charge okay. who had the money were who, who, yeah. who approved yeah. the natives as, as they're called, even though I, I call them headhunters. Who approved Jungle Cruise? It's Walt. Yeah. Who approved the uh, Native American representation in Peter Pan? It's again. It all co- all roads. For all this offensive material lead to Walt. So when the Walt Disney Company said those stereotypes were wrong then, what they're saying is Walt Disney knew that these stereotypes were wrong and he did them anyway, which I don't know. I mean, you follow that trail. Walt Disney was a racist, according to the Disney Company. Yeah, if you follow, because like I can see the trade of logic on that, and it's like there's two ways to interpret that. And... uh, yeah, I keep that one really short. I mean, I don't know how you word it better, but you really need to just say, like, hey, man, you know what? Sorry. <laughs> we were we were ignorant back then, and this is not cool. Uh, sorry we ever thought it was cool, but, you know, it is what it is. So you, got, you consider the time, though. You consider the time in the, well, in the 50s. Th- that's the main argument people that don't like Walt Disney is that well, number one thing that they say is racism. Yeah. yeah. Which, that's what they always cite. Anybody that ever yeah. worked for him completely disputes I don't throw out. I don't throw out racism because that's like how business was done back then. Back then, they just figured out how to put things on film, and it was like, "Hey, we figured it out." Da 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 da. Now it's a uh, information is not as guarded. You could do that. If you're African American, you're you're Filipino, Asian. You could make your own movies now, whatever. You could depict whatever you want. But back then, no, that was a very mm, very protected source. There. How how long ago was the last Toy Story four? What, what, what year was that? Uh, what was that maybe a year, two years ago? Somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. Who, who's who's well, the voice of Mr. Potato Head? Potato Head. That was uh, it's um Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Yeah. Who made a career out of making fun of racial stereotypes in every way possible? Don Rickles. He Don literally Rickles. says that in his in his jokes. He's yeah. a character in Toy Story Mania on both coasts. He was used in all three movies. He was homaged. In Toy Story 4, and he made a living because he joked and he goofed on people's racial characteristics. But he couldn't get away with that now. In that era. Right. He could not get there. In that there. era, yes. yes. You'll never see another Don Rickles. So, <laughs> you're not. Don't put it like well, that. I mean, you know. You know you're I mean, it's true. You're yeah, not, it's true. Yeah. It's just the, the topic of conversation. You're not yeah. going to. Yeah, no. Um, that's. <laughs> that, Anyway, so the point being is that when you're looking at this in context, 
why can't they say these stereotypes were misinformed then and by today's standards are wrong? They didn't have an option back then yeah right well i mean people were just they were just figuring it all out yeah that's i mean that's fair that's what i'm saying when you refer to the people who come in the past when you demonize the people who came before you as racist and as a set instead of like you know using their material as like a teachable moment and be like look these were good people they just you know they didn't understand they weren't as sensitive they weren't as knowledgeable about cultures as we are today but they were all good people you know because you know hey walt sought to make movies and walt the first Academy Award was presented for to James Basket for Song of the South, and he was a progressive, and he was somebody that moved the, the needle forward and was concerned about representation. Uh, and uh, his history dies now. Th- th- that's, that's instead of demonizing everybody and villainizing all of them, why can't we just understand that it's it's a slow curve upward? Why do we have to eat our our past back to cannibalism because the generation that comes after it after it after it after has their own train of thought they feel entitled to sit in judgment of those that came before them it's usually about when that generation hits like their 20s or 30s somehow they want to become self-aware like you know in the 70s somebody's a hippie they're like oh my god man this is wrong blah 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 i mean each generation has their own point in that but yeah back then since it was newly discovered how i say this right People of color back then had bigger things to worry about than how they were represented on television. And that's a, you know, that's a fair thing to say. And that's changed now. But now we covered on entertainment and then how people are seen. And if you can't call a, a rat a rat, and all this other <laughs> shit, like, you know, like now it's too much. Like now the real basic thing is, is that if everybody had a sense that they could grab their own sense of economic power and be fair on it then i think you have a chance to really see things move forward you know and like you talk about die rickles i mean like back then they had a black wall street you know that it was like wealthy black people that had their own like set of street and was doing their own thing back then it got burned down people never tried again you know like it's 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 just it was a crazy time back then bombed <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and, and so, like, now, you, so you say, well, this is racist, but it's like, man, no, you need to find the cats that built, like, Black Wall. I hate to call it Black Wall Street, but, <laughs> but that's what <laughs> well, it's that's called. That's how articles refer to it. That's how it's referred to. But, I mean, that says something in itself, right? Like, like black people can't just come up and, like, have their wealth. Like, you know, like, it's like Black Wall Street. Like, no, it's just black people trying to get paid, too. That's, you know, that's it. Like, this whole thing of, something being equality and and whatnot. Yeah, everybody has different talents. And back then, you got to give it to Walt. He had a creativity. He was like, hey, look, there's a whole world outside of Florida. There's a whole continent that's happening. And let me bring it to you. Let me check it out. You'll like it. Here's flying elephants. I don't want to offend your children. I'm just trying to show you, hey, wouldn't this be funny if a bird smoked a cigar? Like, you know, there has to be a part in society where... They have to let their imagination go wild. And then that is when all this crazy judgment happens. Meanwhile, in real life, people are acting like nothing's happened. Like, get out of here. It's crazy. Is it fair to, is it fair to say this? That the, entertainment, the entertainment business is a business. And at the time and day, they were appealing to those that had the money. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Whoever get paid, get paid. I, I think it's fair to say that, but I don't. There again, there 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 seems to be the connotation that there's something nefarious going on. Like you know, it's like, hey, look, you know, we'd like to do something for. Do y'all really think that Walt's intention 
wasn't to showcase African Americans in, in the best light in Song of the South? I mean, Uncle Rebus was a happy guy. I mean, I, I think Walt's heart was in the yeah, right place. Yeah, his intention was in the right place. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, did he have to make that movie? No. He did what he thought was the right thing to do because he loved those stories and he thought it was a good, positive, uplifting message of togetherness. Now, no one's going to accuse Walt of being woke and grant the man has his flaws. But for the Disney company to pretty much come out and say, hey, back then, those stereotypes were wrong and he should have known better is basically the insinuation that you take away from that. They're pretty much calling the founder of the company, the, 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 the name on the letterhead, a racist. And I ju- there's a part of me that's scratching my head going, what the hell? Even Looney Tunes did not go this far in how they labeled their past content as being it was wrong then, it's wrong now. It was kind of like it was misinformed then. And it wasn't as culturally sensitive as it should have been. People joked in a different way back then. How people joked in a different way back in the 70s and 80s. I mean, it's a, and we evolve and we all move on and we all grow. But I mean, don't make any mistake about that. At some point in time, there's not going to be somebody who's like, man, Disney had Don Rickles in how many films? And look what he had to say about these people and that people and everything. like That's going to happen. It's coming. It just it, it isn't here yet, but it's coming. I think it's about what the Disney brand itself now is tied to now. Correct me if I'm wrong. But back then, it was like, we're a park. We're entertainment. But now, they have their hands in everything. So then each thing, as intricate as it is, each thing affects the other thing. You know, like if they're involved with ABC, that's news media. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sports or whatever. So now, it's a lot more messier than it could be. Like, if it may have been just, hey, here's the park, and this is what it is. Boom. Wash your hands, you're clean. It's simple. But... This new, uh, this new brand, this new corporation, the synergy is a little disynergous, and it's not, it's not all incorporated properly. Well, I think people are, are, are way too concerned about their history, and, and, and it's the old saying that you can't see where you're going if you keep looking backwards. Yeah, you don't know where you've been. Uh, well, that's the thing, but I don't know. I think people are way too focused on the bad parts of history, and in a sense are trying to recreate those bad moments in modern day 2021 America. And I don't think that the issues that we were facing then are the issues that we're facing now. I don't think this is as big of a problem as people are making it out to be. I think there's a lot of bored minds out there. A lot of people who could be curing cancer. (laughs) If they would just get off of Twitter complaining about that people did 70 years ago. But that's just me. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I have confidence in myself and my wife that we can raise our children accordingly, despite what they see on whatever. You know, I, I don't need a company helping me with that. I'm with you. They got to talk to you. They got to have real life experience. Yeah. Well, it's generally the people who don't see race that never talk about race. Yeah, this is true. I mean, I, I'm, we never talk about it on the show, but you're married to an African-American woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eli's African American. I mean, shoot, I don't think I have a white friend. Eli, you speak for me <laughs> on this one. I mean, <laughs> you don't. Hispanic or, or you tried, <laughs> but no, you don't. Yeah, you I don't do. get along with white people. Very yeah, well. all, all all the brothers stick with you. Yeah. I, and I was I was married to a white woman. I mean, I I date all different races. It doesn't yeah, matter to me. I will non discriminate. Like who now. wants a shot? And then there's Lee. Oh yeah, that's the Aryan right there. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I am Chex Max, y'all. My <laughs> wife's married to. Mexican, that right? is true. Yeah, my wife is Hispanic. So we kind of woke, right? 
Is that what woke is? Like no, this that is so not what woke is. You have stuffing. to be aware of all the terms, all the. That's that's my thing. Is I just choose. We're not all to and not woke. Is that's, what it is, see, that's okay. what I'm saying. It's cornbread stuff. It's just in a bag of all kind of ingredients. Just throw it in there, and hopefully, it tastes good. My my wife asked me the other day. She said, "Yeah, what do we do? Like, how do we raise Lily when it comes to stuff like this? And how do you teach her?" I was like, "Easy. Tell her to not participate." It's like, you know, just judge people by the content of their character and don't worry about le- learning the terms because by the time she gets to the age of 15, all those old terms will be outdated anyway and no one's using them anymore. Don't waste your time learning that. Just treat everybody the same. Yeah, I, I, I would say this. Uh, my closing uh, point is uh, I talked to a lady and she, she's got like a, a biracial son. And Ebola, we had this talk. She got mad at me because I didn't jump in all of the politics and stuff. And I said, let me tell you something. Everybody in the world is prepared for you when you're angry. No one's ever prepared for you when you're intelligent. Tell your kid that. That's a good quote. That's it. That's, that makes sense. That's right. That's for me. That's right. Twenty twenty one. That goes in my. Came yeah. up with that on your own. I did because I was trying That's to beautiful. Right. You, know what I'm you sure you ain't quoting Gandhi or something? No, I was okay. fired up. Like when I get fired up, sometimes the mind takes me places. But yeah, for any Gandhi, Gandhi for new listeners on Ghana. Yes, yeah, for yeah. India, all our Indian listeners. I, I think that's an appropriate. Spot to close this discussion. Well, I, I wanted to throw one more thing in there. Oh, go go you know, go for it's, it! It's like we don't talk religion a lot on this show at all. Um, but uh, there's one commandment that a lot of people should know if they know their commandments, and that's love thy neighbor as thyself. Yeah, I love you, Kevin. I mean, that's that's it's so simple. That's Shut it. love, Kevin. There's no other words. It's just like you know, if you don't love your neighbor, there's obviously something wrong with you. And don't cover the <laughs> wife. So don't don't take it out on anyone yeah, else. That might be the first time in the show that you propositioned him as opposed to the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new age. It's a new age. But no, I, I think yeah. that's exactly it. Look, you are a stupid person if you uh, immediately close off interactions that you could have with somebody based upon what they look like or, or the color. I mean, to close yourself off to people because of that or to presume that you know people or how they would feel on the subject because of this that and the other like i said like I, I've, I've spoken to many 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 people about these issues i have never heard one person express any kind of outrage or disgust or like like really it's just don't care and i think that's the majority of americans uh, there's there's a small small percentage of people and again they're very vocal but there's a small percentage of people who are pushing for this and they should just put their energies into something a lot more positive that is is going to do some good for this world rather than critiquing people that you never knew and labeling people that you never knew you never knew the content of their heart labeling these people and critiquing their works and taking away because that's the other thing i don't like about this is it is just so anti-art very much all this is just so like you know when you get to a point when you're you're trying to create something as an artist, I mean, you've dealt with it with Project Geisha. You've had like uh, that is one thing that you've had negative interactions with people of your same race of because they'll read your book and they'll look at it and they'll be like, yeah, it's cool, but where the black people at? Why why is it only Asians? You you lie, you say that, but that actually happened to me uh, earlier last week. I'm saying it because I it know happened. that it happens all the time. I had a, I had a, I had a cousin come in um, on my side on my dad's side. And uh, he was like, oh, you do comics, da 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 And I had all of them spread out. I'm like, these are all yours. He literally sat through, looked through all of them. He put Project Gay shit down because there was no woman. But he picked up the Molly Be Damned because it has a black lead in it. Yeah. And he's like, sign this one for me. I'm like, yeah, cool. I mean, you could have had them all, uh, but okay. You know, I don't know if that's a sexism thing. Like, I'll, I'll discriminate. I'll put all characters in there. It's just... When you when it comes to the point where it's like, yeah, that's a great story, Eli, but 
uh, there's not enough black people. Right. Uh, how much of the proportion of Asians to uh, other minority Europeans characters? Are there. Exactly. Are there? That is so. That is not creativity. That's a f- to do list. You know, when you, you when you have somebody like you know, the, I can't remember that we talked about this earlier in that interview. There was somebody that Disney named that there's. It was like the head of uh, creativity and uh, inclusivity. And I'm like, those two ideas are They're complete completely opposites. separate. Yeah. If you're creative, you're just searching for a means to tell your story. When somebody hears your story, and like, that's great. How do we get somebody? Yeah. Yeah. So how do get we out of trouble? Yeah, it's like I. Well, I I don't know. I mean, his best friend to know, but could the best friend be a woman, and we could do it just the same? Well, that's not my vision of it. That's not what. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We're not worried about that. We're worried about appealing to as many people as possible. That is focus grouping a story. And look, not to say it doesn't happen in movies, not to say it doesn't happen in, in, in film, but I mean, most times when a, a, a film based on a movie fails, it's generally because they deviate from the subject matter. Yeah, those options are wrong. And, what they and do. sometimes the choices are so obvious that they're pandering to get as many people from a different uh, gender or, or racial component uh, interested in what they're doing and it's just so anti-art when you think about people who worked on like you especially at disney you're not guaranteed no one's guaranteed like if you're a good artist and you create a masterpiece you know you get it hanging in the museum and long after you're dead somebody walks by and says "Wow, that's that's beautiful and that's all you can hope for is a legacy when you work at disney and you create a masterpiece there's some sense of satisfaction when you go to the grave that maybe, you know, your grandparents are running through there and, like, you know, some pie, somebody's like, you know, your great-grandfather, you know, did the costumes on that ride or did this and that. There's no greater feeling of just, oh, that hurts, I would think, as an, as an artist, to know that your work was taken out of there. Your vision was taken out of there because, so not because what you did wasn't good. But because somebody found something within it that they could figure out a way to connect it back because the, the critics' voices are louder than the creators today. I understand. Now I know. I got it now. I got it. Now. I know who's behind that, this. That, that's, a, that's a true statement. That's a venture. No, yeah. I was choked up. I, you know who's behind this? Thanos. He's unraveling <laughs> totally <laughs> everything there. Or at least some relative of some big time executive was on doing this. But no, that's no, that's very important. That's a lot of sacrifice to make for your art to have somebody come out of nowhere and dismantle it. Well, yeah, and, and you and I talked about this before. It's like, you know, when it comes to like uh, you, you like legacy and stuff like that, I was like, man, I'd I'd be satisfied if if I just had something in in a, in a Disney park where maybe you know, a thousand people pass by there a day, but maybe one or two people know it's like, oh, that's cool. Like, and they don't even know who did it. It's not signed. It's not nothing. But just to know that long after I'm gone, one or two people be something like, oh, that's clever. Like Mr. Toad in the Haunted Mansion Cemetery or something like that, which Alex um, Marvez, I can't remember the guy's last name. It was Imagineer that we had the dinner with. Yeah. Just something cool like that. You did plus a ride once. I did. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. That is. Uh, this is true. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> Might still be there. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, no, that's all you can hope for is that you, as an artist, you leave, leave a legacy, and it's just, it, it just sucks that your legacy is taken away from you, because not because that your your art wasn't a masterpiece, was because somebody figured out a way to tore down your masterpiece to elevate their status, and, and that was the the sole motivation behind it. It wasn't because what you did was egregious, and it was. I mean, something that is wrong, something is it, it, it's it's readily knowable it's self-evident you see it you know it immediately like i can watch peter pan and hear what made the red man red and go yeah 
<laughs> that is probably not going to be something that I would want my kid to hear. That is something that I could have a problem with. But I can also see the crows in Dumbo and be like, do you know? Would you, if you didn't know from reading, would you even know who the fake voice was? And if you were to take an issue with the dialect, would the dialect be any different than the dialect that you heard in the barbershop and coming to America? No, no. And, and you're talking to a guy that let it, you know, has uh, parents that let him watch Dumbo and never said anything about crows or not like that. So, yeah, no, never would have got that. I'm lucky. Shoot, we could bring it to Prince and Tiana. It's like, man, we don't freaking sound like that here. No, yeah. not even close. <laughs> I could bring it to that. Like, look at any depiction of Italians in Disney films. They all they're the ringmaster. There's Stromboli. Whether it was uh, Tony from um, Lady in the Tramp, they all they're talking like this. Uh, you know, it's oh, it's, in Cars, yeah. yeah no, oh my God, Luigi! <laughs> I, I love Tony Shalhoub. But I'll be damned if all Italians sound like that. You're right. I'm sorry I offended you by laughing. You just no, caught no. me off guard. I just please laugh. I don't take myself that seriously. I just, I just, and I don't feel it's my place to protect an entire culture of Italian people who don't. <laughs> they got something against Italians. It's Mario and Luigi. They all look the exact same. They all fat. I got to deal with Chef Boyardee whenever. Uh. Somehow I'm able to function and go on and not feel marginalized. I mean, yes. that maybe you know, yeah. That's that's you don't want that. You don't you don't want that. All right, guys. Look, we're we're curious to see what you guys think, and hopefully you have some thoughts. We're closing with that. Eli yes. had a great quote. We're yeah. closing with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about, guys, and we hope you uh, listeners have some opinions about this. We'd be curious to know what you think because I'm sure there's a lot of y'all that probably disagree with stuff. Just keep it civil, um, please. Yeah, don't go overboard with the racial stuff. We yeah. are people. We all people. We're we gonna, all want to watch eat. the terms, watch everything yes. else. We can have a civil discourse, please, about this, especially in our group or uh, even in the emails or whatnot. And that's all we ask. Uh, so we're going to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that conversation. I say about uh, those two news topics. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, you can get in touch with us through the following ways to share your opinion. You can shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com. Leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget right there on the homepage. Or you can call or send us a text message at one eight one five moeekin That is 1-815-MOEKIN-669-4226. And, of course, we have a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we have Eli does things with comics. Here we go. Hey! Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, What's all up? of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great <laughs> name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here For to what? talk about you. Me? I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. Why? If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're oh, missing out. Missing out. Oh. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. But I don't know the story. You know the story. Yeah, you do. It's all about the glory. Oh, yeah. That's to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Who said to? Deadpool. Said to <laughs> do it. 
IvoryComics.com right now. Lightfield out. Man, I need to make that my new ringtone. <laughs> that just sound good every you time. Me I hear. for two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna just call people like, call me back, call me back. <laughs> well, hear the story about the glory. Absolutely. Uh, yes. So what Rob said is totally on point. What he leaves out though is that you miss a link to the Magic Highway podcast, so you never miss a beat. You, you miss de- a link to the Magic Highway podcast, so you never miss a beat. Yeah, that's it. He left the link out. I'm adding the link in. Because when you go to the Ivory so, Comics website, LinkedIn. I'm all LinkedIn. You ah. can find me. I got a happy profile. Actually, y'all are in the profile. You Jack LinkedIn. Yeah, that's right. Jackie Jing LinkedIn. Jack LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about the linking in. That's it. That's how we come together as a people when you linked in. Lincoln Park. There you go. Great song. Great group. There you, got you go. Got Lincoln Log on the table. We all listen. That's hey. it. Build it up. So, uh, yes, you can see everything on there. There's like, you know, interviews and there's all the previews of art that I'm doing. Please support that. Appreciate it. Link to this podcast. Never miss an episode. Facebook.com. Eli Jive. You can find me there as long as you're a real person. Hey, how you doing? If you're a bot, I don't know who you is. Uh, you can go ahead and check out. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Project Gation. Check out the artwork there. Love that. Instagram right there. Posting up hearts and likes and thumbs ups and forwards and all that good stuff. I'm right there. EIV504. And of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock10166. So you heard what Rob said. But what you did know is if you appreciate the madness, you're just bringing me the gladness and been smiling a lot. Thank you very much. And if you want to book a vacation down to, I guess Walt Disney World is the only one that's open. Um, that way you can critically think and check out Jungle Cruise for yourself. Wow, wow. You can do that through Lee. Lee, tell me how to do this. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-431-1621. I got nothing today, man. I was too caught up in the conversation. It was, uh, Whoa! I totally thought you were going to say something and you didn't say this. I'm surprised. I thought he was going to say like <laughs> indigenous. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same word. Papa <laughs> 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 But no, not <laughs> well, hey, look, at least we got the real number for a change. Eh? Yeah, that's yeah, the real, real number. number. Right. You might want to stick with that sometime. You can actually book a vacation. There, there you go. go. Uh, email me at lee at magicarway.com. Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash lost if you could travel. That's L A S T O V I C A travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee travel. You do need that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasselvika! And in addition, there are so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicarway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Highway Podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. Summer weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with Taco Ed Hunter hamburgers. Oh, now you got something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Eli? What? It doesn't matter where I am, but I always have Mad Hatter Radio with me. That's it. It's it all is. about the Mad Hatter Radio heart. It is, man. I have it always with me. Uh-uh. When I'm at work, Mad Hatter Radio. That's it. It's when I'm at home, go. Mad Hatter Radio. When I'm in the John, Mad Hatter Radio. That's right. Fits you like a glove because it's like a hat. I'm a madman in there. Because it's Mad Hatter Radio. That's right.